Let's do this. Shut up, Jacob. Shut up, Jacob. You and your... Barely. I was barely late this time. What's going on, Mr. Pierre Jason? What's up? What's up, darling? Thank you. Special K, what's up, baby? Uh, I know. Really, like, if you want to think about it, I'm actually early. So, you know, what Eric said right there. Yeah, what's going on, Mr. Cinema Comic? How you doing, sir? Yeah, like What's up, bud? Oh, man, it seems like StreamYard's a little slow today. A little slow. How was the game yesterday, Jose? Huh? Huh? Hopefully that happens again today. Buster Posey back. Yeah. Hitting those home runs. Gotta love it. Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Miss Stewart's also. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, what? What's LC? I don't even. I don't know what you're talking about. What's LC? What are, what are those letters? I don't know. Lactate. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Is it? Is it Jose's birthday? Is that what's happening? Is Jose's birthday? What's going on? IMAX baby. Let's go. I know. That's what. I know, we should try to campaign to try to get it released in more spots. I know a lot of people um, got to see Zack Snyder's Justice League in IMAX yesterday. I saw some uh, images rolling around uh, the Twitter sphere, so that's pretty cool. It's my birthday. The Dodgers aren't allowed. Oh, so happy birthday, Jose. I mean, I, I, I can't say that I, you know, I, I want that for you, but, you know. I'm just saying, I'm still giving you a happy birthday. So, you know, that that, that should count for something. But I still want the, the Dodgers to uh, lose greatly. And hopefully that happens. I don't even know who's pitching tonight. But hopefully it's good. And then, like I said, uh, tomorrow, guys, I will not be having a show. Uh, uh, I'm going to try to have a show for Thursday, which might be a little earlier because I do. That is my movie day. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, but... Tomorrow, I am going to the Dodgers-Giants game, so I will not, uh, I'll be leaving, of course, pretty early because of that damn L.A. traffic we got to get through and stuff like that, so I uh, won't be having a show tomorrow, but, you know, if something happens, I'll be uh, posting something if something big happens, but uh, yeah, but I'll push the show for Thursday, but like I said, it'll probably be earlier because I definitely want to figure out what movie, what is it? we got G.I. Joe that comes out this weekend, something like that, I don't know, I got to check the... Uh, Got to check uh, the Fandango, see what's going on in the theater over here. So, um, yeah, we'll do that. But anyways, guys, appreciate you, of course, clicking in Film Junkie Live. We'll be talking about, of course, numbers, numbers, even though, yeah, not the numbers that we were hoping for, but, you know, some kind of numbers. And you still can't see the numbers. Yeah, second Warner Brothers. Yeah, we'll be talking about some Army of the Dead numbers. And then, of course, we have the Army of Thieves poster as well. And then. Uh, something that kind of fell under the radar yesterday that I saw people talk about today. So I kind of went, all right, let's, let's talk about it. We're talking about little Henry Cavill 
meeting with Marvel. What? Ah, say it ain't so. And then uh, Quentin Tarantino talking about streaming. See what he has to say about that. And then, of course, uh, I did a trail. There's a lot of trailers that came out today. Three trailers that came out today. Of course, I did the Jackass one, like I promised. Jackass Forever. Hopefully, you guys check that out. I did a reaction to that, which uh, was pretty hilarious and just kind of like, man, these guys are pushing 50 and still doing this shit crazy. But I did not see the Malignant trailer or the last Duel trailer. So I'm going to watch it with you guys towards the end of the show. What is that noise? Is there an ice cream man that is? Wow. That's bold, but smart. There's an ice cream man that is literally that literally came through into the apartment. Usually they stay on the street, but he's coming through. That's right. He's earning his fucking paycheck. Look at that. I'm like, what is that noise? Ah, I'm going to. Yeah. Can I pause the stream real, real quick? I need to get a super fudge. Choco taco. Uh, I don't know. Do they even still have those? I, I'm just trying to remember like what I used to get. When I was a kid from the ice cream man, they always had the super fudge, like, you know, the popsicle. It was just like a fudgesicle. So delicious. So delicious. But yeah. So what's going on, Ryan? How you doing, bud? Jade. Jade. What's up? Oh, yeah. And then today, guys, we'll be having you members. And we'll be having a members only stream right after this post show stream. Members only. So, you know, after you hit that like thumbs up, after you're subscribed and hit that notification bell. Hit the join button and join Film Junkie. Uh, don't join the Film Junkie YouTube, and uh, you can take part. Pick my brain a little bit, you know. Give you a little extra, little tea and stuff. I think I got some things I kind of want to talk about that I'll talk about in the uh, in the members only stream. You know, we're not gonna, you know, we're gonna keep mainly positive because yesterday, yesterday got pretty, uh, pretty ranty and pretty steamed. So today, it's all about positive. It's all about positives and stuff like that. But um, interesting things did happen. So, yeah, if you guys want to do that, yeah. Mr. William, whoa, whoa, you'll be there. Good. Uh, let's see. The plumber has been replaced by the ice cream man. I know, right? The ice cream man's coming for me. Watch out. Post-show members only birthday orgy. There you go, Jose. That's where I'll definitely do. I'll give you a fucking uh, virtual lap dance. That's what I'll do. Yeah. So look forward to that. And, uh, yeah. But yeah, we'll have some fun today. Like I said, yesterday was, yeah, yesterday got a little, uh, got a little energetic, but you know, like I said, we're just going to, um, anyways, Hey, what's up going? What's going on? Mr. Ryan Rivera. How you doing, sir? Uh, well, hey, like again, we'll talk about that, Jose. So anyways, um, yeah, today was uh pretty easy peasy. Um, nothing too, uh, crazy happened today. It's hot still. And, uh, yeah, just, did my work. I, I woke up a little, you ever wake up and just feel, I don't know. I just felt like, I don't know, like, I just felt like out of it kind of most of the day. And then I felt okay. And then I felt out of it. You know, when you just kind of do that, you know, up and down roller coaster of like, man, I'm waking up. I'm fucking just feel out of it. It's crazy too, because the past two days I have not set my alarm correctly, but yet my body, my body's alarm has woken me up just in the amount at right time for me to, you know, start work. It's crazy. But yeah, it just kind of was like an up and down kind of thing. But feel good now. Feel good now. Um, definitely do. And uh, yeah, that's because I'm here with you guys, as always. So, and of course, looking forward to tomorrow, even though the only thing that sucks about going to Dodger Stadium, well, first off, fans can be, <laughs> can be a little hoof. You know, you're walking in with your Giants gear, you know, rivalry 
it can get a little, uh, yeah, I've had some, uh, little minor altercations, never like anything too bad, but a little bit. So I'm kind of like, but well, what really sucks is like, especially on a weekday driving to LA and then trying to get into Dodger stadium, not an easy feat, you know, a lot of traffic. There was one time, the last time I went to a Dodgers giants game on a weekday, uh, my dad and I went and we had a park like so far off the beaten path. And then we had to like basically jog our way. We were late. We were like, it was like the third inning by the time we got in there because it was so crazy. So that part I'm not looking forward to, but Hey, my brother's driving. So <laughs> yeah. So I think he's driving. Maybe I will. I don't know. Anyways. Yes. Release the Snyder cut. IMAX. Yeah. That's a, that's a new hashtag. We could start going to, Hey, we got wonder Meg here too. Yo, Mr. Alex. Lobo, what's up? I know, Jose. Jose, you need to like buy a ticket to the game and come down. You got to protect me. Well, I got I got Mama Film Junkie there. She'll protect us. She'll be all about the Dodgers, and we'll be like, "Hey, we're with her." So that's usually what we do with my dad. Um, you know, he's wearing the Dodgers gear, and we're like, "Hey, we're with this guy. We're we're good. We're good. We come in peace. We come in peace." Uh, hold on, to my pocket. Yeah, <laughs> like they do in the prison, right? Oh yeah, I know. It's just gonna, yeah. It's always a little like uh, going into Dodger Stadium as a Giants fan can be a little uh, risky, can be, but it it should be fine and it should be a lot of fun. So, uh, how are the Giants doing? The Giants are still doing great. They got the best record in baseball, carry, so you can't complain about that. That's for sure. So, so happy about that. And stand Dodger fans, they think they're the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some Dodger fans, oof, yeah, it can, it can get pretty interesting, but hopefully it should be a good time. I haven't been to a I didn't go to a baseball game last year. It's been like uh pretty much two years since I've been to a baseball game. So it's gonna be a lot of it's gonna be fun. So and then of course getting out of there is always a pain in the ass, too. But I don't know if it'll be as bad because it probably won't be full capacity. Who knows? I don't know exactly what's going on with that, but I guess we'll find out. Anyways, guys, let's get started with the show. Let's go to the tweets. All right. Let's go to the tweets. Oops. You know what? Make sure I have that audio, you know. Make sure you got the audio clicked. Should just be a default setting. Oops. Should be a default setting. Ah, I need my background up too. All right. Get that background up. All right. Let's go to the tweets here. Okay. All right, guys. Well, um, is there any people who play disc golf? Well, if you do play disc golf, guess what? I have a shoe for you. Uh, a buddy of mine, my buddy Craig, he just, uh, he's been uh, working on a business right now called Idiosecrecy disc golf shoe apparently there's no uh disc golf shoes i don't if you guys are wondering what disc golf is basically frisbee golf you know um i've never really played it always seemed like it was a lot of fun one of these days i'm gonna get out there and uh, play with him but uh he started designing uh, a specific shoe in a various different styles for disc golf so he just he just launched his kickstarter probably like an hour and 15 minutes ago already raised over he's already at almost let's see where is he at right now where are they at Almost at, it's over 27,000, oh, 30,000, over 30,000 raised. So, hey, if you want to show some support for a buddy of mine that's getting into uh, his own little business here, designing designing a disc golf shoe, please do so. I provided the link down below. So if you want to, you know, just give out a little bit, I surely would appreciate it, guys. Or if you want to go to my Twitter, retweet it, send it over to any friends that play disc golf. Apparently, it's getting more and more popular from what I'm gathering, so... Yeah, 
There you go, JC. Well, there you go. Three times a week. Well, there's a specific shoe right there for you, man. So um, check it out. Yeah, share it, JC. I appreciate that. So you play three times a week. There you go. Nice. Well, there you go. Um, it's funny, too, because the last time I actually hung out with the guy, which was before the pandemic, he was in the designing process. Like he showed me drawings of these shoes and stuff. So and now there they are right there. So, yeah, I would appreciate that, JC. Appreciate that. All right. And what do we else got going? Hey, check it out. Hey, Bezos made it. He is now part of the Fantastic Four. He went to space and came back. I thought this was funny. Nice little edit by Boss Logic. Um, you know, because it was four people that went to space. Jeff Bezos. That's right. Went to space, came back. Good stuff. I know that was a lot of the reason why Austin Powers is actually trending today is because everybody's looking at, well, let's just face it. Jeff Bezos just fucked space. He sent his dick right up into space. That thing, I mean, I mean, every rocket obviously is phallic shaped, but man, I mean, he literally has a shroom on his ship. I mean, it's literally a shroom. It looks like a big, huge dick. <laughs> so he just was like, I'm going to fucking penetrate the uh, atmosphere, well, the atmosphere and then come out of it. So, yeah. So, I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, even though like all rockets are phallic shaped, his was pretty, uh, I mean, it was like, yep. That's what I'm doing. I'm one of the richest men in the world. So why the fuck not? But I'm like, all right, Elon, it's your move. It's time to literally take one of your Teslas and just ride it out into space. That's what he's going to do. And happy anniversary to The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, came out nine years ago today. So Joseph Gordon-Levitt posted uh, these images right here. And, you know, I have, like, you know, some issues with Dark Knight Rises, but overall it was still still a, still a great Batman flick. So I know I've had my issues, and yes, I will never, ever call Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character Robin, okay? Okay, it's Blake. Robert was Ro John Blake, right? Blake, yeah, I'll do that. And, uh, yeah, see, I saw some people right here. Yeah, Ryan Lewis right here talking about uh, release. This is, like, the new thing right here. Release the Snyder Cut IMAX. I mean, that'd be pretty sweet if we can get like a full on release for everybody. That'd be pretty sweet. Uh, if you want to, if you haven't checked out yesterday's show where I got pretty damn ranty, you can listen to it on the various platforms. It's available for your ears. Okay. So we have this right here. This is an interesting. Uh, okay. So here's where this whole thing started. All right. So somebody posted this. All right. So basically, it's a, I mean, it's Batfleck, but it's a statue of Batfleck. And they placed. I guess you could say that's probably the Batman Returns emblem on his chest right there. I looked at it and I was like, huh, interesting. Um, I like it and I don't at the same time. Okay. So, well, then, of course, Mr. Alex Lobo, if you're still out there, he put the proper, the proper, you know, the Batman 89 emblem right there. But I think, um, where was it? Uh, right here now. Let's see. There you go. So, uh, Mr. Krypton Cage actually said yes. It's because the yellow was a little too bright, so he dulled the yellow. That actually looks pretty damn cool. And I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting like Earth One bat suit vibes a little bit. I mean, I know it's Earth One has a little bit more. It's a little more 3D, and it has like a little bit more of a frame to it, and it's kind of connected to the cow a little bit. But I, I don't know. I, I, it's it's I like the fat bat, of course, better, but it is interesting to see 
you know, the, the normal yellow M the, 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 the oval right there. It's interesting, right? I dig it, but yeah, good job. Krypton cage because yeah, it just seemed it was, I was going, why do I, don't I like that more? I kind of dig it. I kind of don't. And then when you dolled that to kind of almost go with the, uh, the utility belt, I went, okay, that's why it was just not, it just wasn't working that well. So yeah, doling that actually made it a lot better right there. So I don't know. Yeah. Like I said, earth one kind of vibes. Yep. Big fan of uh, the guy with the ball cap. You, you, you caught me. And speaking of Batman 89, uh, we got some more stuff from Mr. Joe right here showing some action news. Remember action news from uh, the Burton Batman. And then look, of course we got, um, we got Wayne Manor right here. So I don't think this Wayne Manor has the, uh, the bat symbols, the bat signals <laughs> on the roof right there. doesn't look like it. And then look at Mr. David Ayer. That's right. New profile pic, David Ayer. Look at that guy. Yeah, that's right. Just a, just a big nerd, right? Big. Um, what, what I found interesting is like, yeah, he's kind of doing peace, but it almost, I was like, nah, nah, he's doing a, he's doing this. He's doing this guys. He's doing cut the cut, cut it out. Right. Yeah. Full house. Anybody. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but I'm like, oh yeah, he's doing the cut. He's showing like scissors. He's doing scissors guys. He's talking about the cut. Probably not, but Hey, it's a lot of fun. There you go. Confirmation right there, right there. David Ayer is looking for the cut. So that was like, yep, yep. I see what you're saying there. I see what you're saying there, Dave. And then Reach, he posted this last night too. Reach. I don't know, man. I don't know. Hopefully we can uh, we can get that damn thing in there. And then uh, Mr. Alex Lobo, of course, posting this. Zack Snyder, Jeff Bezos, penis spaceships. Because we all know that, uh, you know, in the beginning of Man of Steel, when, um, you know, when the, the three... The three, uh, the three baddies, of course, Zod and Free Fire, you know, they, they get launched out or no, it wasn't that it was just, yeah, the, the, the rocket ships, the Kryptonian rocket ships, of course, very much were phallic-y. So yeah. So, Hey, nothing wrong with penis spaceships. Right. And then of course, posting, uh, the individual film junkie shots right there. And then we got Zack Snyder uh, a note from Zack Snyder, given the people who donated and won a ticket to the IMAX screening of Zack Snyder's Justice League in LA. Dear Prizio winners, I am truly honored to have you all here today to experience Justice is Gray on IMAX as part of your support for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Over the last year, through a range of um, um, initiatives, uh, including the Prizio, the Prizio, the Prizio campaign, we have collectively managed to help raise over $350,000 in much needed funding to support AFSP. The money raised will go towards a range of research and educational programs, but most importantly, your support has helped create awareness and, co and conversation around one of the leading causes of death in the U.S. From the bottom of my heart, I want to say thank you for supporting this cause and others around you. I hope you enjoy the movie. Of course, everybody's going to enjoy that movie. My God. Yeah, that's what it's all about there, folks. That's what it's all about. And like I, with every video that I post, every live stream, you will always have the Autumn Snyder link down below in the description. So if you ever just feel like, hey, I'm going to donate some money, click it right there. It's always going to be there. And then, of course, Joe posting a little bit more. The wide eyes. Look at apparently there's like something going on here with his left shoulder. So he's got like an interesting little additive right here with the cape, I guess. 
I don't know what that's all about, but I'm still definitely going to get that. And then thank you, Stephen, for like putting like Bo Burnham and his Jeff Bezos song like in my brain all day today. Jeffrey Bezos, you know, Jeffrey Bezos, Jeffrey Bezos. If you guys haven't seen Bo Burnham's special yet, do yourself a favor and watch it. But yeah, all day today. When I was working, like back and forth between my two workstations, I'm going, Jeffrey Bezos, Jeffrey Bezos. Yeah, that's all I kept doing for like half the day today. So thank you, Steven, if you're out there. Of course, my trailer reaction of uh, of Jackass Forever. What would you guys think of uh, Jackass Forever? Looked pretty, uh, looked pretty funny, huh? Looked pretty funny. Yeah, and then we got some uh, Halloween Kills stills. Right here, kill stills. That looks painful. Yeah, so that looks scary. So we got some Halloween kills right there. So, oh lord, oh lord, and look at this drawing right here. This is pretty cool. Some cool art right here of uh, a Joker Batman, heavily probably, and it almost looks. I don't know. It's kind of almost inspired by uh, what Ayer kind of teased at one point. So, yeah. What? You just saw what? Oh, what are you talking about? Oh, okay, the birthday tweet. I was like, what did you see? Huh? I was like, what are you guys talking about? You guys, Jose and Jesse always talking about. It. Here's a, a really awesome poster for Malignant, which we'll watch, of course, at the end of the stream. New Vision of Terror from James Wan, of course. Can't wait to watch that trailer. Here's some cool art right here showing the various different Batmans. And I love the fact that he used the 89 Batman logo. So, yeah, good stuff. And, of course, yeah, clipped out the Batgirl stuff. I mean, I think we all kind of agreed that Ms. Zoe Deutsch, Zoe Deutsch was kind of our favorite when it came to um, talking about this last week, but or last week, yesterday. So I'm thinking, yeah, but I, I still think they're going to probably go with Elizabeth. Uh, Elizabeth was it Isabella? I almost said Elizabeth. Uh, Isabella Merced. I wouldn't be surprised if they do that. But see, look at this. Look at this art right here of uh, Miss uh, Zoe Deutsch. Even Le Le Leah Thompson, you know, Elaine, Marty's mom in Back to the Future agrees. So that's pretty cool art right there. I think she would be, she, she looks the part right there. I thought this was cool right here. Somebody made this and it's awesome. <laughs> you gotta love the internet when they come up with stuff like that i mean come on and then apparently i don't know which screening this was probably the la one but apparently ray fisher showed up at the screening look at that you gotta love ray Don't say that. <laughs> I didn't realize the guy said that. Don't say booyah. Come on. But yeah, apparently Ray Fisher made up uh, and took some pictures with fans and stuff like that. So that was pretty cool. Let's get a Ray. That's good. Ray. Hey, look, the Joker found love. Look at that. Oh, isn't that romantic? We're talking about that, of course. And uh, yep, there you go. You like that, Jose? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Sorry, I got to do that. I got to do that. So it was NYC. Okay. 
Ah, Shiraz, or Shiraz, uh, Shiraz Khan. Yeah, so that was NYC. Ah, it was New York. That's right. I forgot that he lives in New York. That's right. He lives he's East Coast. Totally forgot. I know. I couldn't believe that. That I. I just. I. I saw the video without audio. I just was like, because I was. I saw it real quick with. Uh, without audio, I didn't hear the booyah part. Like, oh, don't say that. We come on. We all know. We all know that that was not good. It was not good. Jeez. Terrible, terrible, terrible. But uh, anyways, guys, there were the tweets. All right, so let's go ahead and get to the topics here. Army of the Dead numbers and Army of Thieves poster. All right, so here we go. So, yeah, we're never going to get Snyder Cut numbers. HBO Max, Warner Media doesn't seem like they're ever going to fully uh, release the numbers. But at least we have numbers for Army of the Dead. And uh, basically, there was like a whole report that came out for Netflix and how everything is uh, doing over there at Netflix when it comes to this year. And uh, so here's this article right here from The Hollywood Reporter. Sweet Tooth, Army of the Dead rack up big Netflix view counts in second quarter. Streamers earnings report also notes a strong tune in for Kevin Hart's fatherhood. I haven't watched that yet. Netflix, Netflix gathered big audiences for Zack Snyder's movie, Army of the Dead, and the comic book series Sweet Tooth, which I still haven't watched either, in spring, according to the company's quarterly earnings report. The streamer says Army of the Dead grabbed one of its highest view counts ever. That's right. Ever. With 75 million members member accounts worldwide tuning into the zombie movie in its first four weeks of release. Netflix's Viewing metric counts two minutes of viewing time of a series or movie long enough to show the choice was intentional, as the streamer puts it, as a view. So two minutes. So people have to be clicked. It's it's kind of weird. So I like I I mean that's something I really didn't know. I didn't know like you have to be watching something for two minutes for them to count it as a metric for it to be a number. I did not know that. I thought it was just like you pulled it up, you pre press play. And there you go right there. But I didn't know they, they gave a two-minute window. I mean, I guess, that, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Does everybody, like, fully, like, watch every movie from start to finish? No. That is, but they do bring up the, the point that it is, the choice was intentional. That there was, like, all right, let me give this a shot. See what this is all about. And I know there's going to be some fucking haters out there. I think I even saw some on my timeline. They were going like, oh, how can you base it on two minutes? We need to know who watched it from start to finish, which I'm sure they have that metric too. But at the same time, it's like, why would they do that when it's like, well, let's just measure it right here because the numbers are better. I mean, obviously so, but they have a point. They have a point. They have a point. The fact of the matter is, is that, yeah, they have a point that there was, the choice was, intentional so the raw viewing total for oh, okay so here we go here the raw viewing total for army of the dead ranks among the top 10 netflix titles since the company switched to its two-minute view standard in late 2019 the streamer reported 209.18 million global subscribers for the quarter meaning that 36 percent of the users across the world checked out army of the dead the 75 million views is slightly more than the company's initial projection of 72 million. So there you go. Right there, guys. Just, uh, you know, releasing those numbers, showing it all. You know, Snyder's probably loving seeing that. The Snyder's are loving seeing that. And what do we love to say? Yeah, second Warner Brothers. 
Suck it, Warner Brothers. That's right. Be nice if we got your numbers too, you know? Just saying. And the continued numbers. Like, what? what is it? What has it been since it ever released? But it, you know, they're not going to do that. They're not going to give, they're just not going to uh, show us those numbers. But that just shows you right there that uh, Netflix is a great home for Zack Snyder. And I have a feeling that, I mean, even though obviously we've got this Army of the Dead franchise in this world that, it, that that's building right there, I have a feeling that the Rebel Moon franchise, the Rebel Moon world is going to definitely be something that's going to really grab some attention, I think. I think, I mean, there's a lot of space sci-fi stuff on Netflix and a lot of it can be, you know, garbage, a little B-roll. But, I mean, this is Zack Snyder we're talking about. It's not going to be B-roll, that's for sure. It's going to be gorgeous. It's going to be beautiful. And I think, um, yeah, it's just he's found a proper home when it comes to uh, what he wants to do with, like, future movies and stuff like that. If only. I mean, I know I know a lot of people always say, like, man, if only that Netflix. Only Netflix could somehow, you know, do the Justice League sequels. But, of course, you know, that would, Warner Brothers would never, would never get rid of their... IP or loan it out or anything like that. You would have to get really bad because I mean, we all remember the whole shit show when it came to uh, Marvel and all that and how they, they were going bankrupt. So they basically sold the movie rights, you know, to Spider-Man and then, you know, X-Men and all that. And it all was like with different studios. And now they're trying to like get them back now that they're like the fucking, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the head honchos when it comes to all that. But yeah, it would never happen. But at the same time, it's like, damn, if only, if only, because Netflix would be like, yeah, yeah, do more of what you did, please. Because sadly, Warner Brothers is still being sticklers about it. But hey, Discovery, fingers crossed with Discovery going, coming in and just kind of going, hey, you don't have to be full on there, Zach, but we're wondering if we can at least, you know, maybe try to finish something. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah. The moon's got some craters in it. What? <laughs> uh, I'll show you. A, I'll show you my rebel moon. Yeah, man. Easy there, Joey. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's all good. But then Zach uh, went to Twitter today and showed off the new poster for Army of Thieves, which uh, looks awesome, and I'm pretty damn excited for it. And, and so here it is, right here, uh, Dieter is back with more safes and less zombies. Less zombies? Huh. Is there still going to be some zombies in here? Don't miss the Army of Thieves Comic-Con panel this Sunday, July 25th. So this Sunday, it'll be a fun little panel. And I love the fact per from producer Zack Snyder. See, they know. They know, guys. They know. They know how his name is super marketable right now. So, of course, you have to put Zack Snyder's name on the poster. He didn't direct it, of course. Uh, I think, what, the what's his name? Plays Dieter directed it. Um, but they're still going to put Zack Snyder's name on it right at the top. More safes, less zombies. I like it. And I love the fact that he has um, Dieter's orange headphones right there over the safe, over this little lock right here that, ha of course, has some representation of, like, you know, obviously there's going to be layers when it comes to the different safes and all that stuff. So Army of Thieves, Netflix, coming soon. We don't. I don't think we have a definitive date. I wouldn't be surprised if during the panel uh, for Comic-Con at home, like, yeah, I think that's, they're just, uh, you know, they're they're probably going to announce the release date then. That's my guess. That's my guess. 
Boycott. Yeah, right. He didn't direct it. How dare he? No, but um, should be interesting. What I'm what I'm curious about, what I'm really curious about when it comes to Army of Thieves is just the fact that it's like, all right, so you have this crazy zombie movie that came out and uh, it definitely was crazy. But of course, it wasn't like a full on zombie outbreak. It's contained in Vegas, all that stuff. I'm just it's just kind of curious that this is a prequel. And like I said, it says less zombies. And it's like, okay, so are we going to, it's probably going to end up what kind of referencing? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, obviously they have to show some zombies because when we see Dieter again in army of the dead, I mean, it's already been, you know, Vegas has already been overrun. So we're going to probably, you know, we're definitely going to see a little bit of it, but it's mainly just going to be about the safes and stuff like that. So, and I'm just really curious is there going to be mentioned about time loops? Is there going to be mentioned about opening up gates and all that stuff? That's what I'm really curious about because Dieter, I think, knows something. I think he knows a little bit. I mean, he even says it. The first scene that we see him in in Army of the Dead, you know, talking about it's like a doorway. It's like opening a doorway and blah, blah, blah. I think he kind of knows some shit. I don't know. And the fact that he pushed, he put, he pushed Van in there. I don't know. There's some things that I'm thinking that maybe Dieter actually knows. He's kind of, he kind of, I don't know. The fact that he knows about all these certain safes, I think he might know something. I don't know. So that's what's that's what's intriguing about the whole thing. I'm, it's really intriguing, really intriguing. So, yeah, the dude above. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Nah, more dream lens. Weed out the uh, pieces of sheet. <laughs> right. Uh, I wonder. I don't know if he's gonna. I don't think they're gonna be using the dream lens on this one. But I kind of wonder. I mean, that's what I love about Zach, too, is the fact that he tries to shoot things differently. You know, if you watch his movies, it's like, yeah, you know, it's a Zack Snyder movie, but he does try to do things differently. You know, um, I mean, one of the things that he really did with like Man of Steel was like, I think he really wanted it to be. He didn't want everything to be smooth. He kind of was like everything was kind of the camera was always on like somebody's shoulder. So it kind of just was like. You know, and then fast zooms and stuff like that. It was different. It was different. It wasn't like super smooth. So, yeah, he's always like trying to do like different shit when it comes to all that stuff. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting. But I'm, of course, uh, very intrigued and I I am uh, definitely looking forward to that. But, yeah, numbers look good. Everything looks good. Suck it to the, all the haters. Snyder's kicking ass. Okay. And even though we don't know the numbers fully of Zack Snyder's Justice League, it's still... We got these numbers right here. So, hey, to all the haters. Fuck you! <laughs> That's what we got to say about that. All right. Now let's talk about Henry Cavill and Marvel. Uh, something that this fandom fears a lot. We don't want Henry Cavill to... We want him to stay as Superman. He is our Superman, but apparently... And like I said, we've got to take this article with a grain of salt because obviously of who it's from... But I figured I'd talk about it because it was uh, making the rounds yesterday. Or not yesterday, but today. But it got posted yesterday. But it didn't really, didn't really uh, make the rounds. But yeah, this is from smallscreen.co.uk, and uh, apparently, according to their sources, that they apparently verified and all that stuff. Henry Cavill has met with Marvel Studios in London. Okay, so let's read this article right here. Right. So here, what does, did he really start the article with? Right. Okay. Right. So here's some interesting information for you guys. Henry Cavill was in the Disney, the Disney offices in London a, a few weeks ago, back a few weeks back 
And I'm being told that it was a meet with Marvel representatives in person. Editors note, we received this information back in May, but opt not to pub publish it until we could verify the source. <sighs> this comes uh, to me from uh, a source close to Disney. Okay, so that's what it is. But like I said, you got to take it with a huge grain of salt. What I was told was that Cavill and members of his team were meeting with people at Marvel Studios so they could talk face-to-face. -face. Was this for an upcoming project? Well, I wasn't told anything about that. I was informed that Cavill visited Disney's London offices and was flanked by a number of people. My source went on to specify that Cavill was there to have a chat with some of the Marvels, with some of Marvel's people in London, and that he was very intent on seeing people face-to-face. -face. However, my source did add that everyone was adhering to the correct COVID-19 protocols, i.e. everyone, okay, whatever. I, do we, did we need that information? It's like, we get it, we get it. Fucking COVID protocols, yes, we know. It's the new world order. Cavill's been quite a busy guy of late. He's already been working on The Witcher Season 2, and it looks like Netflix wants to get the ball rolling on Season 3 ASAP. It was also revealed that Cavill will be the lead in Matthew Vaughn's upcoming spy thriller film called, was it Ar Argyle? However, he's also attached to the Highlander reboot, another film called The Rosie Project, and will be starring as Sherlock Holmes in Enola Holmes 2. My God, fucking Cavill is goddamn busy. Jeez. Well, knowing how hardworking Cavill is, I'm pretty sure he'll work it out. This all comes after there have been countless rumors that Marvel's Kevin Feige is interested in getting Henry Cavill to play Captain Britain. Yeah, I mean, that seems to be... Huh. Now, I find that to be rather hard to believe, given the fact that I was promised to... Oh, okay. So now it's just getting, you know, funny, whatever. All right. So how are we feeling about this, folks? <laughs> how are we feeling about this? Oi. Oi. How are we feeling about this? Um, I mean, it, it, if if Warner Brothers loses Cavill for the Superman, I mean, that's just on them, and they suck, and they just, you know, it's frustrating. We'll definitely all do a collective facepalm. Uh, pretty much, if this ends up happening, we see some uh, information that he is going to play Captain Britain. Yeah, we're all just going to look at Warner Brothers. And 100%. Um, but let's uh, let's... Man, you know, let's hope that's not the case. I mean, he is a busy guy. Did you see? I mean, Witcher season three, Enola Holmes two, and then the Highlander reboot, and then this Argyle spy movie that he's going to be leading. So he is a pretty busy guy. And if they're going to do Captain Britain, I mean, it would have to be like a small introduction, right? I don't think they're going to do a full on Captain Britain movie or a TV show. Although they might do a TV show. Who knows? Yeah, but Black Superman. Yes, we. That's what we got. That's what Warner Brothers has coming out. Um, which is going to be interesting, but like they, but I think somebody in that realm said there could be multiple, multiple Superman. So hopefully that'd be the case. I don't know. To me, to me, to me, it's just like, I still think he will, if they want him to play Superman and if it's a small role and I've been like saying to you guys, I've been hearing little rumors that, yeah, there's a possibility that he might be showing up in uh, some of the future DC projects as Superman. So I'm still I'm still going to hold on hope. Okay, hope. Which is on his chest. It's not fucking car keys. Stop it. Stop it. 
Uh, no, but I, I'm I, I'm still gonna be like, hmm, I'm if 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 he's gonna be in the Flash, Black Adam, maybe even Shazam. We'll see, but uh, I'm gonna hold out hope because I'm, I'm thinking that Cavill will be okay. I think I think if we if they just do that right now, but uh, but you never know what could happen. If Marvel Studios is gonna start throwing some money at him, then he might end up taking it, and that's gonna be a big huge loss for, of course, um, Warner Brothers. But hey, what can he do? It's fucking Warner Brothers. It's just like it's just frustrating. Shit. Yeah, you know. It's okay, but let me know your thoughts. Let me know your thoughts. What do you think about this? You think that he could do both? Can he do the crossover thing? You know, can he keep like uh, stuff, uh, you know, with Superman and also be in Marvel and maybe play Captain Britain? I don't think that will actually happen, but you know, you just never know. But yeah, let me know your thoughts. Let me know your thoughts. Quentin Tarantino on streaming. All right, so he was asked recently, Mr. Tarantino was asked uh, about, where everything's heading right now uh, when it comes to all the streaming stuff. I think uh, they briefly kind of, I don't think Joe Rogan really, uh, when he was on Joe Rogan, he didn't really talk about it, but this is what he had to say right here when it comes to all the streaming. So Tarantino has never been one to um, one not to make an opinion known. And he recently spoke about his thoughts on films that go directly to streaming and skip the theatrical release. According to Screen Crush via the Real Blend podcast, Tarantino finds the process depressing. He notes how lucky he feels that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was released in 2019, right before the pandemic. This is what he had to say. I think it's depressing. I'm glad that I'm working with Sony, which doesn't deal with that. They haven't gone down that route yet. It just really makes me think about 2019 when we came out with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It really makes me think that, wow, Myself and Joker in 1970 and 1917, it was like we were the birds that just flew through a window that as the window was slammed, slamming shut and we practically got our tail feathers caught by the slam, but we got out in time. So there you go. That's what he has to say about streaming. And I mean, he get it. He's he's a big you know, he's all about films. He's all about the theatrical experience. He owns a goddamn movie theater for shit's sake. I think he just he just bought another one recently. Right. So he's all about that cinematic experience. So I totally understand that. But at the same time, again, it's like it's just where it's heading. And that little virus that, you know, made its way around the world kind of just pushed it forward. It was always going to happen. And, um, you know, I just, I do like the option of the fact that I could still go to the movies, but I do like the option. Like when a movie like space jam comes out, I could have just, I could just watch it right here, you know, as opposed to just going, getting in my car, going to the movie theater, paying for a ticket and watching the movie that I knew I probably wasn't going to enjoy, but I still wanted to see it and see what it was like. It is kind of nice that I can have that option for a movie like that. Just watch it here. And I could be like, all right, yep. That wasn't for me, but definitely was a family movie and kids would enjoy the shit out of that. Sure. Fine. But yeah, I mean, it's just, uh, yeah. Space. What <laughs> you don't like Tarantino's movie. Oh man. Somebody kick you. I'm about to kick you out. Of oh my God. How dare you say that about Tarantino's movie? No, that's fine. He's not for everybody, but you know, when, when you watch a Tarantino film, I mean, you do definitely call it a film. There's just, it, it, I mean, yeah, you call it a movie, but it's just something about, he always 
he always kind of has like that old style type of uh, movie making. You know, he's all about he's all about the film. I think he even still uses film. I don't think I don't know. I don't think he goes digital. I, I can't really see that. But yeah. Did you notice that Feige changed uh, the Marvel profile pick of himself? Yeah. Ah, I did not notice that. But we're talking about Tarantino, not Feige right now. But but yeah, I totally understand that he's not all about it. And he's working with Sony, who doesn't. Sony's like the only studio that really doesn't have a streaming service attached to him, right? So that's very interesting. But I, I, I would not be surprised if like closer to the future, they're or they have something that's cooking up when it comes to all that. I don't know. But now that theaters are all fully open, doesn't seem like, uh, I mean, it seems like they have to have something. You know, you'd think Sony would have something, but maybe they're coming up with something. Who knows? They're going to work out a deal with something else. I don't know. But, uh, you know, I get it, though. I totally get it. Uh, oh, they signed with Netflix. You're right, Garza. You're right. They did sign with Netflix. Did not even, I totally forgot about that. You are absolutely correct on that. So, yeah, there's that aspect to it. So, I'm wondering if there's going to ever be like some kind of deal when it comes to all that. So I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, Tarantino, he's only got one more film he's going to do supposedly. So yeah, it's for 2022. So he's only got one more film. So Tarantino, get your last movie out before that deal comes through next year. Just saying, bud, do that. Okay. All right, guys. Now we got Malignant and the last dual trailers okay so i have not watched these yet and i'm gonna watch them uh right now i'm gonna do uh, a reaction you guys see my reaction because i have not checked these out yet and i thought all right we'll just save them for the show why not why not so all right i want to watch malignant first james wan heard a lot about this excited for it so let's see what uh this is all about here okay Make that full. Okay. Let me uh, do it like this. All right. So here we go, guys. Let's watch Malignant and see what's going on with this. I'm having visions. Well, that's a cool shot. Okay. The body Takes place of Dr. in Seattle. Weaver was found brutally murdered in her home this morning. Did you know her? No, but I saw her die. I'm seeing things. Hmm. I'm seeing murders as they're happening. Okay. Hello. Hello. From James Wan. He says his name is Gabriel. Someone from my past. The director of Saw, Insidious, and The Country. They didn't want to say Aquaman? You before you joined our family hurt you in a way that I can't even imagine. So she's always had this gift. He's the devil. Of course. See, James Wan, man. See, James Wan knows how to do those scenes. Whoa. 
he killed again. He's getting closer. Get a little closer. He wants to talk to you. Mom, what do you know? She knows some shit. Whoa. Look at these shots, man. Look at that. <laughs> Come on. I like it. I like it. Definitely going to be uh, watching that. I mean, I tell you what, James Wan. James Wan. When you watch, when you watch um, how he builds up suspense, I mean, this is why The Third Conjuring was kind of just, eh, eh, no James Wan. It's like, they're you know, the director tried to be James Wan-esque, but not quite. But uh, he just knows, looks average. <laughs> Jeez, okay. Uh, no, but... I, no, I mean, it looks somewhat different when you got the backgrounds doing all that stuff. And James Wan, like I said, it just, he knows how to build up the suspense, the tension, tension building. So definitely looking forward to that. Definitely looking forward to that. But uh, I mean, obviously some people are like, eh, it's fine. But see, I see some people, music man, hey, you know, you're definitely, uh, you know, my, that's my face too. So yeah, definitely looking forward to Malignant. And uh, yeah, I'll be watching that. I thought Conjuring 2 was pretty good. I did. I actually thought it was good. Not as good as the first one, but still pretty good. Insidious movies, also well. So looking forward to it, James Wan. There we go. All right, now we got The Last Duel. That's right. We got uh, this is Ridley Scott, right? We got a hell of a cast here. We got Ben Affleck. We got Matt, Matt Damon. And we got um, Adam Driver and some other Ju Julie, what's her name? Comer or whatever the hell. Oh, it's Judy, Judy, something. Um yeah, so very curious on this one right here. So let's uh, let's check out the last duel right here. Full screen that shit. All right. There is only one question that matters. Hmm. Do you swear on your life that what you say is true? My father told me my life would be blessed with good fortune. Guess he lied to you. That's pretty. Matt Damon rocking a mullet. I like it. I was a good wife. There he is. He's a bad guy, right? And then he was judged and shamed by my country. There's Ben Affleck with his blonde hair. I say before all of you, I spoke the truth. Based on a true story, the most unspeakable charge has been brought against you. Nice. entered our home. Let's hear Batman. He attacked me. The accusation is false. Always playing a dick. I am telling the truth. The truth does not matter. There is only the power of men. This should be settled quietly. 
remain innocent. Ah, I request a duel to the death. If you lose, your wife will suffer dire consequences. One of us is lied. Let us nice scar on his face. You do not believe me. I am risking my life for you. You are risking my life so you can save your pride. And made history. Huh? Is that you are to be burned alive? I will not be silent. Good on you. That's pretty cool. All right, October fifteenth. There we go. Well. Yeah, that looks good, too. I mean, good cast. It's Ridley Scott, right? Uh, that's your Batman right there, right? I can't stop laughing at Ben being blonde. I know, with a goatee. I know, it's kind of like, it's a little jarring. It's a little jarring. I remember when set photos came out, and it was like, whoa, there you go, Ben. There you go. So, yeah, yeah, Damon with another accent, man, yeah, you know? As long as he, you know, keeps it up. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes with actors, yeah, sometimes that accent can be a little wonky. But, hey, I think, uh, you know. Matt's a pro. So, no, that looks good. Um, I think I'm probably, when it, when it comes to the two trailers that I watched during this uh, stream, is, you know, I'm probably a little more curious about Malignant, but I think The Last Duel, I'll definitely check that out too. Um, yeah. So, uh, what was the, what was the last thing? I was really, really, Scott, what was the last time he did like a movie where it came to like Swords and Knights and stuff like that? I mean, obviously, there was Gladiator. Didn't he do something that was a, well, what was that Orlando Bloom movie? Was that Ridley Scott? Kingdom something, Kingdom something. I totally forgot. But, you know, was that Ridley Scott? I can't remember. I remember I enjoyed that one. I remember watching that one a long time ago. Me and my dad watched that. I thought that was pretty good. So Kingdom of Heaven. Thank you, Garza. Uh, I was like, Kingdom Hearts? That doesn't sound right. But was that a Ridley Scott? Yeah. I don't think that was Ridley Scott, but it felt pretty... Uh, really scott-esque i guess you could say but no yeah looks good it was really scott okay yeah so you know he's no stranger to uh that genre so i'll definitely be checking that out too so there you go guys that's um the two trailers i wanted to react to everyone has to repeat it <laughs> right uh all right let's go to the twitter questions twitter questions all right here we go topics let's see you guys want to say let's go here all right let's see what you guys have to say mr eric yo dave i'm pleased to announce from the ashes of the light cast motion comic disaster a phoenix will rise oh hold on a sec let me uh make sure that i let me let me do it like this there you go um i'm now involved in two creative restore the snyderverse projects one i founded and announced way back and the other i just joined last night See on the Patreon stream. Interesting. Interesting. Um, you know, let's you can tell me about that for sure. Um, Matthew, did you see this video of Patrick Wilson at Six Flags in Jersey? Seems like a cool dude besides being besides being an amazing actor. Well, I wouldn't be surprised. Because you're riding a roller coaster, huh? Ah, Twitter, you fail. Come on, Twitter. You can do it. He's... 
Uh, so he's getting on a roller coaster, huh? All right, Twitter. You're just not going to be able to play. There you go. Okay, look at this. The Jersey Devil poster. Huh. Let's see what this is all about. Is he just holding his phone or what's going on? Because that's, uh, that's dangerous. Ooh, that's a hell of a drop. My stomach kind of went down a little bit right there. <laughs> He's a treasure. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. Good old Orm right there. Come on. Looks like he's having fun. Jacob trying to cancel me. Cancel Dave. I'll get canceled too for this video. Me in 2030 looking for a word in the dictionary that isn't considered a <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah, we're, there's a lot of words. Soon, 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 if you just call somebody a moron, that's going to be, that's going to be frowned upon. Jordan. Hey, Dave. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday to you. So Charlie Cox had to cancel an appearance from a fan convention, you think he is going back for reshoots of Spider-Man No Way Home, maybe film a post-credits? That could be the possibility. I mean, if he did have to cancel something, maybe he will be part of that. I mean, and we keep hearing that he's also going to be in that movie too, right? Ronak, do you ever think we will see Zack Snyder direct a rom-com? Forget action. I want to see him direct romantic comedy. I don't know. I don't think, I don't think so. Like he said... Like he said on the vodka stream, he, he said like, you know, Rick and Morty would be like a thing. Or did it, was that on the vodka stream? I think so. Oh, yeah. That'd be like only comedy or whatnot. Then we got Mr. Ryan Rivera working on some uh, Henry Cavill Superman drawings right there, little sketches. So keep doing what you're doing, man. Doing what you're doing. You know, just no tracing. <laughs> just kidding. Sorry. Ah, let's not. <laughs> so it's just so dumb. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. We talked about it enough yesterday, but all right, guys, that's uh, enough of this stream. Like I said, I'll do a members only post show stream. So you members, like I said, just look for it on your YouTube feed. I'll post it right there. And uh, you could, we could chat for about 20 minutes or so. You pick my brain and we can talk a little bit more about stuff. And uh, if you want to be part of that, hit that join button, become a member uh and then uh you know like i said appreciate you guys supporting the channel like that hit that like thumbs up before you leave hit the uh notification bell hit the <laughs> yeah i see you ryan um hit that notification bell uh and then of course subscribe if you haven't already if you want to join the patreon to help out the pirate ship that is provided down below and then of course the film junkie closet for some merchandise merchandise and like i said if you want to support my uh my buddy kickstarter if you're into disc golf if you want to support the uh specific shoes please do so that is provided down below and uh yeah guys like i said no uh no show tomorrow because i'll be going to the baseball game but i will try to do a show thursday to make up for it and uh it'll probably be earlier than usual probably be probably be at least an hour early i don't know we'll see what happens but anyways guys love you bye bye